Hi, it's Lydia Manda here. I would like to talk about this image I created. It's called Reveal. It's a conceptual self-portrait. In this podcast, I want to dissect the pieces and talk about what all the elements actually mean for me. I think when you see something, it depends on your life experience and what you've been taught and how you've been brought up and your background and your culture that you will read into things differently. Images or writings or novel, we all read them into a different way because we have different ways of thinking. And it's just so fascinating just to creating images that can be interpreted in so many different ways. So I hope you will enjoy this podcast. And here it is. I want to talk about this image I just created. It's a conceptual self-portrait. I name it Reveal. This is a concept I have it for a long time. The first image I've done, it was outdoor. And since I've done that one, I know that I have to do a series of, uh, of self-portraits with mirror because it's so fascinating. And there's so much uh, element I can put into to make it as an interesting conceptual work to tell story. And I think mirror just a fantastic surrealism tool to use. And I just absolutely love it. And since that, I'm having a lot of ideas about how to use mirror to tell story. To create conceptual self-portrait and it has been like uh, the idea just keep popping up and yeah I just <laughs> I run out of time to creating them and I'm just really struggling to find time and create more. This image was like it was already pretty done in my head and I start to do research for mirror image and I figure out there are so many artists have done it use mirror in their paintings, particularly paintings. Like Caravaggio, he has the narcissist and the reflection. He used water. But it's the same effect as mirror because that was the reflection. So in that painting, it was actually more about vanity. But in a way, he loved himself. I would say that he just loved himself. And then I do feel like a lot of people don't like to look into the mirror. From my client work, I noticed that there are a lot of women who are actually don't like to look at the mirror. They don't like to look at the photos of themselves. And that's just another topic, actually. When I really got into it is when I bought one of uh, surrealist artists' work, Rene Magritte. If you don't know about his work, you probably have seen his work. The man uh, with a face blocked with apple. That's the most iconic work from Magritte. And I bought his art book and I was so captivated by it. And there are so many images like I can immediately just resonate. Uh, like I, I just can't believe it. I understood him perfectly well even we are from different era. And so he has this idea to reveal what is concealed. And that is really challenging for the viewer. And it's just fascinating. It's just so, it's just so clever, crafted, and all the meaning. It just make everything simple for the viewer to understand it. It's just beautiful. I love it. And I want to tell a story. I think I was about 13 or 12 there was an art class and this art teacher gave us a assignment, a homework. Like we have to create something from collage, anything. 
And I remember that he showed us some example of collage and things like that, like to、uh, create something more surreal. You can see different shapes in different things. For example, you might see a cloud, and you see a dog, or see a cat, or you see something else out of the cloud shape. So that was a really fun exercise. I didn't really know how to paint when I was in school. Like everyone else was being into some art classes, so they know how to do basic painting. And I wasn't. I wasn't in those schools, so my painting skill was very basic. But collage, I could do it. So I got instantly inspired, and I come up with the idea fairly quickly. And I remember that I just、uh, print out a, a letter. It's called shake, like vibration kind of shake, like earthquake that kind of shake in Chinese character. I broke part of the character. I cut them into pieces and then stick on a piece of paper. So we would know like that's a character. We know what's the character. Still, you can guess it. I didn't destroy it, but the pieces falling down. It symbolized like it was shaking, was crumbled, things are falling down, and that work really got me really the highest point I ever I have ever heard about this art teacher given. Like, for example, in Taiwan we use a、uh, hundred point is the full point, and he gave me about ninety six, ninety seven. So that was like pretty pretty high. And it's not easy for a teenager to impress our teacher. That shocked me. The score shocked me. Shocked all my classmates as well because I was never considered as a person is artistic. Because you have to go at painting to be considered as an artist. That's how we understand. And was never one of them. So that was a shock for everyone, even for myself. When I start to have this idea of.、Uh, Creating mirrors and broke the mirror into pieces. It, it's also to commemorate, to remember the time when I was young and something I created. Shockingly, I saw one of McGray's work. It was just the same concept. It was shocking to me, like oh, someone already creating something similar to my idea, and I, this guy must be. My brother in a different,、uh, different life. That's how I would describe it. My brother in a different life, and that sort of connection really shocked me. And also, I feel delighted that、uh, other artists, I through timeless painting, the timeless work, I could connect with him, and it was somehow made me feel really warm and. Delighted, yeah. This image influenced by so many artists, yeah, like Caravaggio, Magritte, and there are some other artists. They also use mirror, and also there are so many different images that that I really just very very drawn to. Creating this series made me feel really connected with other artists, and also there's so many different meanings you can interpret really to this image. I really love the version of the broken mirror I created.、It、makes me feel really happy that I actually connected my past into my current image. If you want to know how I create this image, I have an online course. It's called Creative Conceptual Self Portrait Composites. It's all about how I create this image. 
it was funny. I didn't remember the artwork I did when I was in school until I started to create the image and I started to see how the image I wanted to become, how it all come together. And then I start to see, oh, I've did something like this before. And that was kind of fun. There are quite different ways to interpret this image. These are my ways. And you, you can feel free to express whatever comes into your mind. I think that's what the power of an image with a concept that actually when people look at the image, they'll actually have different thoughts and different stories. And that's something fascinating. And I love that. From my perspective, I would think that it's like from Magritte's his perspective to reveal what is concealed, like the mirror actually reveal what is concealed. From this perspective, I would say um, it's like a stalker. I'm not looking, but I'm always watching. And you can be parents as well, if you want to interpret it in a funny way. I'm not looking, but I'm always watching. So that's one way. And another way is like for my work with my clients, a lot of my clients actually, they told me they are not comfortable to be in front of the camera. And that happens to so many people, myself included. I am not always comfortable to be in front of the camera. So especially in a group setting, like somebody uh, suddenly say, oh, let's take an official group photo, like at my club or something like that, always made me feel uncomfortable. So when the person is looking away from the camera, it actually revealed the personality, right? This person who is uncomfortable to be in that camera, she's not so confident, not always being confident. She might be she doesn't like to see herself looking awkward or looking uncomfortable or unnatural. And that just, I think that's maybe way too much of interpretation, but that could be just a way to interpret this image to saying like a person who prefers to look away from the camera, it reveals the personality, the character, like actually shows who you are who you're like, your character's like. Think about another way of interpretation. Like, it again, is from my client work. My clients are just amazing. They give me a lot of inspiration for creating my work. Every single person has a unique story and they came to my studio to have their portraits taken and each and every one has a unique story. And I so appreciate the opportunity to go through a photographic journey with them. And again, a lot of clients actually told me they never liked how they look in the photos. And uh, so being in front of a camera is always a challenge. They feel vulnerable and they feel very, very awkward. So I would say for these women, which is a lot of them, to be in front of the camera is a challenge. So when you're facing a challenge, are you turning away from it or you're taking the challenge and move forward from there? That's what I think about when I look at the image reveal. When you face a war, you are presented a challenge, which is to be in front of the camera, to be photographed. How would you react? 
Are you turning away or you're facing it? You're taking up the challenge. So I think this is also a way to feel, to be positive. And I think this is also a way, a great way to uh, encourage people to take up challenge. Like what you're afraid, actually telling you something, something you don't know about yourself. And instead of walk away, like let's think about the risk, okay? Like there are a lot of challenges in our lives. Uh, they are big, they are small ones, they are something of really, really frightening, something of very little risk. And I would say being photographed, it's a huge challenge, but very, very low risk. Because um, at the end of the day, what you've got to lose and what's the worst thing could happen? The worst thing happen is you don't get a good photo. And that's the end of the story. Move on. There is not something that would cause disrupt in your life, actually. Um, but if it's like a, a big challenge of going some uh, area of work, like you take up a big investment on some business you don't know, you don't quite understand, or you take up a new career, which is you haven't had any experience, and that could be something a high risk and high challenge. So it really depends on what challenge you are presented or you take on. And I would think like there are lots of challenges in our lives that's low risk. Being photographed is one and try new restaurant is also one and try new nail polish color is another one. They are all low risk, right? And people who are willing to take up new challenges, new things, they grow, they get to know themselves better. And that is actually a super fun, enjoyable way to live the life. Just my thoughts. The broken down pieces at the bottom of the image. This can be interpreted as identity crumbled. Identity shift or broken. This has come from some work I have created. That's something I created, I love, but I cannot recognize myself. That is like an identity crisis. Like I, I created something that I don't think that's me. And I couldn't identify the work is me. But I love the work I created. And so that is a, a shift of identity. Like there are something I cannot recognize. That's something I cannot really feel. That's me. I even sometimes feel like it's not me creating images like that. What was I thinking? So that's a little bit identity crisis and identity crumbled. And, but that's part of me in the end because I created. So there's a very, very strange relationship uh, between me and my work. And I think that's happened to a lot of artists too. And like your work is telling you like you're going to somewhere and your mind of what you think you are and your identity it hasn't got to this, the same point yet, haven't arrived at that point yet, but your work has moved faster than you. And that's a very strange relationship, I think. The more work we create, the deeper we dig in ourselves, actually we can discover much more than we can imagine. So there's a conflict within myself about me and my work. 
So I would say like my work is my work. Me is me. Sometimes I have to separate them to able to uh, not go into some mental problem, I guess. It's a more healthy way. Like my work has created, it has its own life, its own soul. And I just let go. I think that that is the best way for the relationship of artists and the work. The broken pieces also means something's broken. It could be a part of you. And when something breaks, there will be something renewed. So it could be means rebirth. After the war, the city will rebuild. And that's a reborn. I think I take the broken pieces as a more positive meaning. Because when something is broken, you can have something new. Okay, just go shopping. <laughs> if you break something, just go shopping. I mean, more about our inside, like how we grow, how muscle grow is we have to broken the tissues of the muscle and we feel the pain, we feel the soreness, then we can grow muscle. And it is the same how you grow mentally as well. I would take it more of a positive side for the meaning of the broken pieces. I also want to talk about the hand coming from the left, holding a piece of mirror. And that is kind of like a helping hand to me. I feel there's a lot of things in life we cannot explain. And it's like an invisible hand and helping us through life. Sometimes I feel I have been helped in a way that I feel super, super lucky. Something happened that I feel it was meant to be. And it feels like there is an invisible hand helping me out in life. So that is something I see is also very positive as well. Like holding something for you or helping out things for you. When I see the composite coming up, it just right for me. It was just, just right. And I try to remove this hand and it doesn't look right. It's like invisible hands in life, like a universe. It's lending you the helping hand from out of nowhere and pushing you through life and pushing out the obstacles for you. I think I love creating those uh, images, surrealism image that is like through my life experience and they are fun for me to explore my life and fun for me to use those tools to implement into an image and how I play with this. It's all super fun for me because there's no rule when it comes to surrealism. It doesn't have to make sense. That's the point. And it, when it doesn't have to make sense, there's loads of things you can play with. People can't say you do it wrong, you do it in the wrong way and it doesn't makes sense. It, it's not right. It's not correct. You can't say that with surrealism. So that absolutely brings a lot of, lot of freedom for me because it only has to make sense to me. It doesn't have to make sense to anyone. I don't care. And so play with surrealism is sometimes to free up all my freedom and I can just imagine anything that I can create and the possibility is just immense. And because of that, beware of that. Like when you have a lot of idea and when you have like no boundary, there's no limit of things that you can utilize, you can implement to the image. That sometimes will get you stuck. There are so many things you can use and you get lost with all the choices you have. 
So keep it in mind. That's why I have this mirror as a tool. When I limit it to a certain tool, a certain object, I mirror, and I can be very creative with anything that I want to create. Like this mirror series is been really going great, and I have so many great ideas. And I just every single time, like coming to studio, I just look forward to execute another image. Mind you, not everyone work. Some doesn't work. Some come out sucks. But it doesn't matter. It's all about experiment. It's all about play.、Uh, when creating art, it's all about play, and also about how you cope with the situation. When you like, I often have this situation when I imagined, and when I imagined that how it should be created. When I imagine that, and I have this、uh, drawing board, I draw it all out, and I. Uh, have lighting, styling, and、uh, and the setup, a backdrop, and everything. I have it in my mind. But when I go into studio trying to implement it, it didn't work. So in that situation, it's like you have some obstacle. Like what you imagine is not how it come out to be. And then so you have to be very creative to solve problem. Like mirror has reflection. So I've encountered like I trying to shoot something, the angle is not right, so it creates so much reflection that I cannot use the image. I change it to a different angle. It actually the lighting just doesn't make sense or doesn't look good. Mirrors quite challenging to shoot, I tell you, but it's super fun because you get to know a lot of different ways of shooting, like、uh, other object cannot give you. So. I would highly suggest you also create a mirror series. This is just something I feel surrealism photography,、uh, surrealism image. This mirror is can be super creepy or super fortune telling. Okay, so there's a lot of element you can play with. So I get very in, like something I feel connected. I just got very enthusiastic with it, and I I really. This is hard work. Trust me. Every single time going to the studio to go into do photo shoots to do self portrait, it's challenging because it takes up so much energy and there are so many things to look after. It's not just the lighting, the background, and it's all about. It's also about posing. It's about expression and the styling, your hair, makeup. Everything is on you yourself, unless you have a team to work with. But if you have people to work with, then the energy will be different. If you want to know how I create this image reveal, I have an online course that will introduce you the lighting. I will show you how I shot it and how I edit it. It is super fun and super interesting, and I hope you will join the course with me. And you can go to portraitcreatives.com/courses. You'll find this course. It's called Creative Conceptual Self Portrait Composites. You can enroll to the course. I hope to see you inside the course. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time, then take care. Bye.